Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. We're studying 1 Samuel chapter 12 where we see Samuel giving his farewell address. And so far, Samuel has let the people know that God has blessed them with his covenant and that he's been faithful to his covenant. And one of the ways is that God has raised up men to lead Israel. So not only do we see God's covenant faithfulness in the men God uses to guide them, but we also see his faithfulness in the ever-present mercy God gave to them. We read about this mercy in chapter 12, verses 6 through 16, and the mercy is pretty staggering. Samuel begins by commanding the people to stand still, to stop whatever it is they were doing. And what were they doing? They were rejoicing. How interesting is it that Samuel interrupts the party and the worship service in order to teach the people about God's character? Why would he do this? Well, because the people were heading in a wrong direction with their worship and thinking. They were headed down the path of thinking that all was good in the hood when it really was not. And so the text says, Stand still that I may plead with you before the Lord concerning all the righteous deeds of the Lord that he performed with you and for your fathers. Now, two phrases become immensely important here. First, Samuel does all of this before the Lord. In other words, Samuel says, I'm going to speak honestly with you. And if I'm not honest, then God is here watching and listening and he will judge me. All that I say will be said in front of the Lord. So Samuel is quite serious at this point. Next, he says he wants to plead with the people concerning the righteous deeds of the Lord. That word righteous means the fulfillment of just expectations between two parties. That which corresponds to being right or just between two parties. So what are those righteous deeds? Well, God brought the Israelites out of the oppression of the Egyptians to dwell in the promised land. And when the people turned their backs on God, he disciplined them because he loved them. And when they cried out to him in repentance, he rescued them again and again and again. It was a cycle of rebellion, repentance, and rescue. Generation after generation, time after time. And we might ask the question, why? How can God say, do not fear to people who have rejected him? And not just once, but over and over again. What is the basis of God's faithfulness to his people? Could it be that God sees something in us? that we don't even see in ourselves, that one day we will finally get it right, that we will turn this thing around. And since God knows how it all ends, does he see that we will finally come around to being completely faithful to him on our own, which is why God is constantly faithful to us? Well, the answer to all of that is no, absolutely not. The basis of God's faithfulness to his people is the covenant that he made with his people. When it's all said and done, and the people of God surround the throne of God, no one will be talking about how wise God was in choosing good people, smart people, wise people, strong people from every tribe and nation and tongue. But rather, we will all be utterly astounded at the grace of God in rescuing and changing such sinners like you and me into being trophies and spoils of His grace. As you pray today, please remember Sam Jordan, our missionary in Jordan. And also remember the Spanish LifeWord broadcast that's heard throughout the Americas, the Caribbean, and Spain.